Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Henry was in earlier today. By the way, highlights available online at WCCRadio.com or on the Odyssey app. Steve Thompson in. You normally hear me on Saturdays. Chris Tubbs alongside producing the program. Twins win just two games to go on the home schedule during the regular season. One more night game than a matinee on Thursday before the Twins finish in Colorado. And then it's on to the playoffs. Uh, two for sure, maybe three in the wild card round next week. Opponent and times to be announced. I think Dan Gladden summed it up in his post-game download chat with Chris Satterberry following the game. When he kind of summed up, yeah, Bailey overpitched well, and the Twins did this, and the Twins did that, but it's the A's. And a couple of numbers, and not to take anything away from what Bailey Ober did. Really pitched well tonight. Uh, Matt Walner, a moonshot. Grand Slam, Alex Kirilov, a two-run home run. There are a lot of heroes. The the Twins blow out the A's tonight. But the A's picked up their 109th loss. It is the most ever in their time in Oakland. They moved to Oakland in 68. And before that, they were in Kansas City and Philadelphia. This, This franchise has been in the American League a long, long time. The most in A's franchise history is 117 in 1916 when they're in Philly. <laughs> they're, they're not going to get there this year, but they are bad. Oh, they are bad. And, well, we want to talk about the Twins and set the stage. I, I still at this moment feel terribly for the A's fans. They, they've had a bad ballpark for years. Um, there have been fits and starts to try and get something done. It never happened. And once upon a time, the Oakland Coliseum was a great ballpark before they built Mount Davis for football when the Raiders returned from L.A. And that changed that ballpark. And they haven't put money into it. It is old. It is way past its prime. But generally... The weather is pretty good in Oakland, and if if they would have just had a little thought to tear down Mount Davis and put a little money into the ballpark and try and go, put a good ball club on the field, but apparently uh, the owner there had no interest and wants to run away to Las Vegas. It really is a shame as this, se- as this season winds down because this is, you know, with a lot of ups and downs over the years, 
it, they had some good clubs in Oakland, uh, for sure. But uh, the Twins tonight, let, let's start with Matt Walner. He hit that one. That was, and, and I, I saw on social media, and Chris Tubbs, maybe you did too. I mean, that that's told me like where he hit that one. I mean, that was a bomb. So the the fans had came out. What really was a tough night early got better as the ball game went on. That was hammered. Yeah, and this is why you're not necessarily upset if you're going to buy a ticket up in the cheap seats, right? Yeah, like for you, sure. you, you you never know yeah. what might happen up there. But wow. you mentioned you mentioned the conditions and the conditions early. It was terrible. I, I I mean, as you're watching and you're listening and you see the mist and it's starting to come down for a moment, I was thinking, okay, even though the radar, you know, is telling me it's going to lighten up and it's going to pass through, is there a chance this thing could possibly be, you know, delayed even just, you know, 15, 20 minutes? But they got through it. And to have the first inning that they did in those conditions, I I feel was a really good sign because that's not, you know, you had a pitcher who could not throw the ball over the plate at all. And and Paul Blackburn is better than what we saw tonight. He's not as bad as you know what we saw in that first inning you know against you know we know what happened but it's set up perfectly you had that good first inning and i think that gives you the confidence that if you can go out there and you can put some runs on the board in an unfavorable hitting environment then once that clears up you should be able to attack the rest of that bullpen and really the big swings in the postseason are what this club's going to need. They're, they're going to need Kirilov and Walner in the postseason, in this wild card round, to do damage like that. They're, they're, they're going to need that because, once again, one of the criticisms of this club, NCAAs tonight, I, I, I get it, but, but you're going to need those young guys to step up and hit the ball out of the ballpark because we really don't know where Correa is going to be at. We really don't know if Royce Lewis is going to be available at all in the wild card round. We don't know about Byron Buxton. And by the way, uh, Lavelli Neal third sent out something on X, formerly Twitter, that, that said they're going to have a simulated game at Target Field for some of these guys who are trying to work their way back. And apparently, uh, Lavelli Neal third is reporting that Byron Buxton will play a little in the outfield. So all of this is very interesting as they try and get people tuned up. But I, you look at a guy like, like Walner and what he's done and, and what Kirilov did tonight and what he is capable of, the, those guys start to move to the forefront of being really important bats in this lineup because, once again, you, you don't know what Correa Lewis or Buxton if available at all, will be able to contribute in that wild card round. So that stood out for me in the ball game tonight. And if you've got something, you're always welcome to join us. Steve, Chris, in tonight following a Twins win over the A's. Big win in game one of the three games set, 11-3. The final Bailey over was good. And you can get in touch on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. 
888-900-9226. Quick break. We'll come back in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Final pitch. Twins roll over the A's. Came one of the three games set. Just two to go in the regular season at Target Field tomorrow night. Lineup card at 6 with Chris. First pitch, 6.40 tomorrow night. Pablo Lopez, his final tune-up before the playoffs. And then, of course, uh, Sonny Gray will take his turn at some point. How many guys does Pablo Lopez strike out tomorrow night? (laughs) Like, if if he doesn't strike out at least 20, we riot. Yeah, um, I I don't know if they're going to let him go that deep into the ball game where he's going to, you know, pitch into the seventh and face, you know, 21 guys. Um, this better be that Kerry Wood, you know, twenty strikeout game tomorrow night. That's that's all I'm saying. Well, here here's over tonight. Five innings, two hits, no runs, no walks, eight strikeouts. Yeah, and you, I, yeah. I think that's the bar. Yeah, that's the bar. Pablo Lopez has to have going into the game. I got to strike out as many guys as Bailey over. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it, it's it's funny because you knew that coming in, they wanted to get Chris Paddock in, they wanted to get Brock Stewart in that you knew Bailey Ober was only going to go maybe, you know, five innings max. And to to have that sort of of outing, and it was efficient. Like, he didn't really run into any problems. So it wasn't just Oakland. I feel like Bailey Ober, it was one of his best outings. But, you know, I, I think, you know, got to give some credit to Bailey Ober with that as well. Yeah, no no doubt. It is EAs, and they dropped game number 109 tonight but Chris Paddock got in there some good some bad but this is his first real appearance I know he warmed up didn't actually throw a pitch over the weekend but he does get into the ball game and and you got to tip your cap Uh, you know two innings four hits three runs all of those earned four strikeouts a walk uh, gave up the home run but for him to get back to the big leagues and I I would assume he's going to get more work between now and and the end of the regular season out of the Twins' bullpen to see what he's got. But but I think one more thought on the pitching tonight, and, and this guy was huge factor all year, and that is getting Brock Stewart back. Brock Stewart looked pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really I, I'm huge. really I'm really excited to see Brock Stewart. You know, Chris Paddock he had that good sixth. You know, got knocked around in the seventh. That's to yep. be expected, though. I, I'm not expecting like he looked really good. I felt so good for Chris Paddock it, for sure. when he, you know, he gave up that base hit, then struck out three in a row. He was excited coming off the mound and you know through 16 pitches and uh, I mean velocity topped out at like 99. Like I felt so good for Chris Paddock coming back. Uh, I think he would have probably a role similar to Louis Varland. I mean, there's going to be no shortage of right-handed arms in that bullpen if Chris Paddock is on the, the bullpen, is if he's on the, the postseason roster. But but it bodes so well for next year. Anything you get now out of Paddock is is a total bonus. 
the the fact that he is out there, you know, really bodes well for 2024 and uh, the Twins. I I know we're in the here and now. By the way, uh, but before we get back to the lineup and a couple of thoughts I have on that, let's bring in uh, one of one of our favorites, Kelly in Maple Grove. Kelly, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, hello, this is Kelly Manson once again. Um, I was just uh, telling uh, my dad about, you know, how, because uh, he follows along baseball just like I do, and uh, he told me that this a this uh, Oakland A's was going to be, like, tarnished. It was going to be, like, pretty bad. Oh yeah, and, they're, and they're historically that, bad, that, Kelly. Oh yeah, that, it, it, it it's kind of sad. Now, I'm glad you called Kelly, and I want to follow up on that. This is the the premise of the movie Major League is exactly what's going on in Oakland. You you, you got an owner who can afford to put money into the ballpark. You've got an owner out there that can afford to put a good team. He didn't want to. He di- he didn't want to. And that's what's sad about it, and and that's what's so pathetic about the situation is that Major League Baseball is just standing by and watching it happen. That's what's sad about it. I, I, you know, Kelly, that is a that is an excellent thing to bring up, and you, you talking to your dad about it. it. It is pathetic. Yeah, you you mentioned Major League, Steve, and I, I never thought about it that way because I feel like you. I mean, you're right in the sense that. You've got a lame duck franchise with players that are doing everything that they can to keep, you know, to keep their team competitive. You got a manager in Mark Kotze who was a very good player for the Oakland A's. Like he was a part of a lot of those playoff teams in the mid 2000s, ones that gave the Twins trouble. Like the A's are a very, they're a proud franchise. They are, a, they're a historic franchise. Yeah, from Philadelphia to Kansas City to to Oakland. I mean, they're a lame duck right now, and it is so, it's so sad to see what's happening to them. And and they, you know, they've had the ballpark situation for years. We know that. Like Oakland, you know, Golden State has had their, you know, the Raiders have had their issues, and and now in Vegas, but. I do feel bad for those fans because they deserve a whole lot better. And the players are doing what they can. But when you've got an ownership and management that is just like, you know, putting deuces up and they've already got the moving vans and they're heading over to Vegas, they don't care. And it's it's a shame to that fan base because that's a good fan base. Yeah, it, it is It is a shame. They could have done more. They could have made more of an effort. But uh here, here we are. Twins take advantage of win it 11-3. We're going to break right now. We're going to come back. Talk a little bit more about some of the key guys going forward. Because in reality, there's some huge question marks in this Twins lineup heading for the postseason. We'll get into that, have some highlights, including that Walner moonshot coming up here on Final Pitch. Steven Chris in tonight. Henry was in earlier in the day. Twins win 11-3 over the A's. Here on News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. Twins win. They beat the A's game one of the uh, three-game set. Tough start weather-wise to the night. Uh, wow. 
I, I think this is finally moving out of here. The weather should be better uh, for Wednesday night. Final regular season home game, night game that is, then a matinee on Thursday before they go to Colorado and then right back home for the start of the wild card playoffs. Game times and opponents to be announced. We're not, not sure. By the way, our neighbors to the east, the Brewers, they are champs of the American League Central for the third time in uh, NL Central for the third time in six years. So, hey. Uh, congrats so to the Brewers. That's not bad. Three no, three times in six years. No, I'm not. I, no, I, I'm not. But I mean, the the Cubbies blew it. Don't you see that outfielder just miss that fly ball? Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a play that I would miss in slow pitch softball. You know, that's like me trying to catch a pop up in the second inning. Like, I mean, it's you know, it's like I got you know. I, I mean, hey, congratulations to the Brewers. What Craig Council has done over there is nothing short of amazing, and they've got. Their pitching is just like lights out too. Like, I mean, Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, like, oh yeah. man, they're a, the Brewers are going to be a tough out. So yeah, congratulations to Milwaukee. Be- yeah. Before we get to the highlights, I do want to mention Steve that one of the issues with the Twins all year has been the inability to put the ball in play and what I say giving away at bats with just a poor approach at the plate in terms of striking out. Well, I will say over the past month or so, like the Twins are still strikeout prone, but I will say that they have done an incredible job, and especially a lot of these young guys, of taking good at-bats, working deep counts, and not striking out nearly as much. You know, the the big inning this uh, tonight, the first inning, were spurred by three consecutive walks, and tonight they took nine as a team. So I, I want to give this team some kudos because they've done a really good job of kind of honing in at the right time. Yeah, I, I completely agree, and and I think that that could be the Royce Lewis effect, that he's kind of led the way in that category. Now I know he's banged up and he's on the injured list, and I get that. We don't know what he'll be able to bring to the table come postseason time. But, but I would give him – credit for kind of saying, okay, here's a young guy who doesn't have a ton of at-bats in the major leagues, but I would think almost single-handedly his approach rubbed off on everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, that, these, that these, it seems yeah. he had he's had so many good at-bats, and I know, you know, the surge and the grand slams, et cetera, but I give Royce Lewis a lot of credit for, for turning things around and that having an impact on other players. Yeah, this team has – the rookies have really grown and developed, and I know maybe it's a cliche, but they really have taken the next step this year. And it has been really good to see because this could be the opening of a window. Yeah, because uh, Correa Lewis and Buxton, not sure what they're going to bring to the table. So uh, a lot's going to be on the plate of the young guys. And don't forget about uh, Jorge Polanco. I I think he's a a key guy. Max Kepler, uh, resurgent. So there are veteran bats in there, but uh, they're going to need, you know, especially with Correa Lewis and Buxton kind of up in the air at the moment for the postseason, other people pardon the cliche, are going to need to step up. Twins win 11-3. Let's get into some of the highlights from the ball game tonight. And how about this? Uh, Matt Walner took one deep into the night. And the pitch is swinging a high fly ball. Right center field and deep. Back it goes. Deep it goes and way out of here. 
Grand slam, Matt Walner deep to the second deck in right center. His second career grand slam. The Twins have put up a high five here in the opening inning of Target Field. It's a 5-0 Twins lead. I love Rocco Baldelli's comment on the postgame download. Uh, more on that a little bit later on. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hear that again. All right, Bailey Ober, really good tonight in a starting role. And a payoff pitch, strike three on a changeup. Nicely done, Bailey Ober. He threw that pitch and started to walk off the mound. A three up, three down. Yeah, I- indeed, good job by Bailey Ober. How about Alex Kirilov in the fifth? He goes deep. Here's 2-1. Hit high in the air, left field, might have a chance. Left fielder back. Ruiz to the wall, jumps up, it's gone. Opposite field, two-run homer, Alex Kirloff, 7-0 Minnesota. Twins roll to an 11-3 victory tonight in game one of the three-game set. On to the post-game sound. Manager Rocco Boldelli on the first and Matt Walner. We jumped on the board early, had some good at-bats. I mean, their starting pitcher's good. Uh, the pitchers were throwing through some really tough weather early in the game. I don't know if the weather um, made it, you know, really challenging for them to, to get in the zone, but to be able to grab a lead against a good starting pitcher like that is a is a really good thing. Walner, I mean, I got a bad neck. I could barely get my my eyes to where that ball was going. One of the furthest balls I've ever seen hit ever, and um, that's twenty something years uh, of professional baseball. So. Um, like truly like a rocket uh, uh, as it as it went into the night. But uh, a nice way to start the game off. But then the rest of the game, there were some really good things too. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty cool description. Like a rocket into the night. All right, uh, Rocco Baldelli on uh, Chris Paddock making an appearance and Brock Stewart coming back as well. Yeah, we, we got him in uh, right when, when we wanted to. I mean, shoot, these guys, they came in strong. They came in with excellent stuff. More power to them and, and our medical staff for all the work that everyone's put in on both of them. Obviously, very different situations, but it's big stuff for us to be able to bring them back right now um, and have them rejoin the group and, and get their, their feet back settled in at the, at the major league level. But I really like what I saw from both of them. They were both pretty composed. They both went out there and showed uh, the kind of stuff that can get you know good, good hitters out. Twins roll as expected over the A's, 11-3. Same two teams tomorrow night. Our lineup card at 6, first pitch 640. Pablo Lopez, final regular season start before the playoffs. Tomorrow night, big thanks to Chris Tubbs. Always great to work with Chris. I am Steve Thompson. Twins win. Thanks so much for joining us here on Final Pitch. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot take order order in the court follow and listen to queens of the court on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts